What is the one thing that all narcissists want to have whenever they become a part of a relationship or a situation? What is that one thing they are driven by? Control. It is the desire to exert maximum control over a situation or a person. But you may wonder why. Why do they want control? Because having maximum control over a person or a situation ensures maximum supply. So if they want to get supply from you, they have to have you under their control. It's also very important to understand that a major part of a narcissist exerting control over you is inducing fear. They have to make you afraid of them because once that fear settles in your psyche, you become obedient, you comply, and they do not have to experience a lot of friction, a lot of resistance while getting that supply from you. We're going to talk more about this fear today and we're going to talk about how a narcissist reacts if you become fearless. What if you were to release this fear? What is going to happen? How are they going to treat you? Let's find out in today's episode. Hi, I am Danish, a narcissistic abuse recovery professional. Today, we're going to talk about five ways a narcissist reacts once you become fearless. If that sounds interesting and you're ready to become fearless, you're at the cusp of it, or you have already become fearless, make sure to subscribe because your subscription to the channel helps spread awareness about narcissistic abuse. Also, press the notification bell to stay updated with everything latest that I post over here. Number one, they are going to try to beat you down. Why? Because a narcissist cannot stand the fact that they can no more dictate your life. They can no more dictate your choices. That they can no more influence who you are, your personality, the things you choose to do and so on. They have to be the number one person, the number one priority, they have to be idolized. They need you to put them on the pedestal. They need you to put your choices, your needs and wants, your desires and urges aside and give their needs, their preferences, their urges and whatever they want, the preference. They cannot stand that you have a separate identity. They cannot stand individualization. They need you to stay under their thumb always. It is how they get enabled and how their false self survives. But the moment you say no, enough is enough. I'm not going to take this anymore. I'm not going to tolerate your abuse. The moment you take a stand for yourself, the moment you speak up, the moment you give away to that voice to express itself, the moment you ignite that fire in you, in your soul, and you're like, no, this is it. The narcissist is taken aback and they turn into a monstrous version of themselves. You will see the worst of the worst coming out of them. They will become vile. They will become venomous, poisonous, which they already were to you, but this will be an extreme version of it. They will try to attack you. They will try to bring you down in any way possible for them. It can be physical abuse, emotional abuse, psychological abuse. They will create a situation it will be very dramatic, very chaotic. They'll come after you. They'll use the legal system against you. They will do a lot of things just to put you back in the cage again and to keep you there. Talking about this takes me back to my life experiences. It takes me back to the first time I stood up against my father. It was something about my phone. He wanted to take my phone away from me because he wanted to go inside and see what I was doing. It was all about control. There was no concern whatsoever at all. So it was the first time 
I rebelled. I said, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not, I'm not going to give my phone to you and I'm not going to let you see what is happening. This is my phone and you can't do that. I was around eight, 17, 18 already. So um, he got extremely angry and I would say offended, more offended than angry. And that brought the worst and the monstrous side out of him, as I explained a couple of minutes ago, and he physically abused me. There was a lot of pushing and pulling, punching and slapping and kicking. He gave me a mark that day, which is under my um, left or right eye. I don't remember exactly, but maybe it's on hair or hair. Whenever I look into the mirror today, and whenever I see that mark, it reminds me of my strength. It reminds what I stood up against and how I took the first step to regaining, or I would say gaining my independence, how I took the first step towards my liberation. He did a lot. I mean, he verbally thrashed me, said a lot, did a lot, but that moment was extremely empowering because what, what I did, nobody was able to do that before. He had put in so much fear in our psyches that we couldn't even breathe before him. We couldn't even say a word. A word would mean disobedience. So that is what they do when you become fearless and when you say no. Reaction number two, they go silent on you. They get quiet. Maybe you have the upper hand over the situation. Maybe they do not have any other ways left to use to control you. Maybe there isn't much room left for them to exploit you, to control your choices. Maybe you are financially independent. Maybe they see that strength in you and they know, I can't deal with this. This being is no more afraid of me. They have seen through me and they know who I am. So there isn't much I can do here. So as a final attack, they stonewall you. They treat you as if you don't exist. They give you full-blown silent treatment. I have had so many experiences. So one of my experiences when I took a stand the last time against my father, it was a very violent fight, very physical. So that time he knew I'm not the one that can be controlled anymore. I'm not going to accept his control. That's it. I put it out there and he knew it. And that day, he did not push anymore. He just became this little scared mouse that cornered itself in a room and that was it. He turned his back on me. I mean, literally when we were eating food, he wouldn't eat in my direction. His face would be in the opposite direction and his back would be facing me. Just to kind of tell me, you don't matter to me. You're dead to me. That is what they do when they lose control. As a last measure, they give you silence because they think it will punish you. But at least do they know you have woken up to your truth. You're not afraid of their silence anymore. You know that it has been always them and it has nothing to do with your reaction. Quite the opposite, your reaction is the right reaction. It's a normal response to an abnormal amount and to an abnormal person. So they try to abandon you through their silence. They punish you but at the same time are very scared for their life because they know if you were to destroy them, nobody will be able to rescue them because as an empath, you are rooted in truth and honesty. Your rage is honest. 
it is transparent it is as it is it's not like theirs it's not like there is no hint of manipulation to it there is no hint of gaslighting to it it is what it is and they know that reaction number 3 they discard you they discard you like you don't matter to them because they know you are a big danger to their narcissistic false self you are the reminder of the shame you are the reminder of their flaws so being with you is no more a workable thing for them they can't deal with it so they discard you they try to make it about you and your flaws i mean you know the kind of mind games these people play but deep down they discard you to rescue themselves they discard you because you have given them the biggest narcissistic injury ever possible you have shown them the world doesn't revolve around their needs you have shown them they aren't as strong as they like to believe you have shown them that they don't matter actually they're meaningless they're senseless they're immature and that injury has driven them to cut you off they do not want you to exist they want to destroy you erase you because you are a reminder of their failure reaction number 4 of the narcissist is running massive smear campaigns against you once you become fearless they will go around and find these people who have the potential to become their enablers so they recruit them they talk shit about you they tear your reputation apart they say vile and bad things about you things that are not true just to make it seem like you discarded them or you did bad to them you did bad stuff to them you are the perpetrator you are the aggressor you are the abuser when in reality they are so they send these flying monkeys in your way who then try to question you how could you do this to that person how could you stoop so low and so on but you need to remember and know that your truth matters whenever i try to talk about narcissistic abuse it always takes me back to my experiences and so does this when my father lost complete control over me so he started running massive smear campaigns and spreading lies against me he did that in my immediate family and the distant family as well he said that i i had left the family abandoned the family i'm a, i'm the worst child ever i'm so disobedient and i um, was physically violent i mean all of the things he did to me were blamed on me because that is what projection is all about so they will try to destroy your image they will run massive smear campaigns because that makes them think they still have control over the situation when it is nothing but a fantasy of having control they may also turn pastors preachers i mean all of those people in authority against you so that they can use this collective supply to isolate you this collection of flying monkeys to torture and punish you when they can't do it directly fifth reaction and the last one this one is very important to talk about because this is about the revenge the vengefulness of a narcissist the punitive nature of a narcissist they may escape temporarily and plan for revenge because you have given the narcissist the biggest injury ever they will try to come after you they will try to use a legal system against you they will try to take away your child or children from you they will try to financially abuse you torture you drain you i mean anything is possible at this point they just do anything that can 
harm you. If they know it is going to impact you negatively, they will just do it. It doesn't matter who is sacrificed in the way, who is sacrificed in the process, even their own children, they will just do it. They'll just make anyone a sacrificial animal to take revenge on you, to get revenge from you. That is what it is all about. It's all about their rage. It's all about how dare you? How could you? How did you speak that way to me? How could you treat me that way? How could you be so aggressive? How could you do that to your father? How could you do that to your spouse? So let me bring you down now. Let me punish you. Let me torture you. And unfortunately, in many cases, it becomes very difficult for the victim, for the survivor to keep playing these mind games because at one point it gets really exhausting. Their own rage, their anger drives them. It is their motivational fuel. But for you, who is on the receiver's end, it just becomes too heavy to deal with and you, you just want it to end. But they don't. If they have the means, they will keep attacking you, either through the court, through the religious system, the church, the religious organizations, your parents, their parents, families, friends, whosoever, as I said, they will use anyone. But they just try to come after you and bring you down. In a nutshell, we can say they don't respond well to your fearlessness, but it's worth it. It's worth it to become fearless because they're not worth it to be afraid of. Quite the opposite, they should be afraid of you. You have empathy. You are grounded in reality. You can reflect. You can change. You can grow. You're a mature human being. You have the potential to influence so many people positively, but they don't. They're stuck. And that is their karma, in my opinion. I hope you found this episode insightful. If you did, please drop a like. Let me know in the comments and make sure to share it with those who may need to watch this, who may need to listen to this episode. I'll talk with you in the next one. Until then, let the healing begin.